Tech Fighter Worldwide. It's the High Tech Podcast in plain English with an hour's worth of news in about 20 minutes. That's because we leave out the commercials, the station breaks, the sports, and most of the jingles. Podcast number 665 for the 20th of October, 2019. This week, the just-released version of a Cronus True Image backup adds what the company calls dual protection to ensure that you'll always have a backup of your backup. In short circuits, Adobe's Elements applications, Photoshop Elements, and Premiere Elements continue to add features that are powered by the company's Sensei artificial intelligence engine. Facts are important and they seem to be in short supply these days. Snopes.com isn't the only fact-checking operation, so let's take a look at some of the others. And in spare parts only on the website, the first rule of the internet still applies. Trust nobody. Jam Audio has just released water-resistant earbuds that look like they'll be perfect for a workout in the gym or a walk in the rain. And 20 years ago, IBM was boasting about the performance of its new Power 4 line of CPUs. Acronis True Image has been a well-regarded backup system for 17 years or so. Several new features that have been added to the 2020 version are likely to prove their value. The first version of the application premiered around 2003, and a system administrator for several small businesses told me about it. It was the backup application he told his clients to choose, and despite a few installation problems in the early years, it has proved to be a reliable choice. The 2020 edition adds what Acronis refers to as dual protection, which is intended to replicate local backups in the cloud so that users always have an off-site copy of their backup. The problem with local backups is that they are often stored in the same building as the computer they're backing up, sometimes in the same room, and possibly even on a separate drive inside the same computer box. And of course, unfortunately, there are people who create a new partition on an existing drive and back up the drive, in effect, to itself. Bad idea. After all, anything that destroys the computer will probably also destroy anything in the computer, might destroy anything in the same room, and possibly could destroy anything in the same building. Acronis offers cloud-based backup too, but many people will find that dual option to be appealing. If the local backup is available when needed, restoring files or the entire system will be faster. If not, the cloud-based safety net can be put in play. The 2020 version also includes a notification center in the tray, the ability to select specific Wi-Fi networks to be used for backups, and options to manage a backup when the computer is running on battery power. Overall, Acronis says more than 100 enhancements provide for faster backups, better recovery from cloud backups, and more effective malware detection. Acronis True Image can also be used to clone disk drives, and it uses artificial intelligence to protect against ransomware and other threats. The ability to back up Android and iOS devices is also a plus, and additional security is provided by blockchain-based notarization. Stop for a moment and think about how much information is stored on your smartphone or your tablet. Is this information backed up anywhere? 
Some of it probably is, but having it all in a single location seems like a great idea. Although this is not a new feature in a Cronus TrueImage 2020, it is one that will be invaluable if your mobile device is stolen, lost, or destroyed. And it is ridiculously easy to set up. The illustration you'll see on the TechBiter Worldwide website uses an iPad, but the process is identical for Android devices. Mobile backups can be sent to a desktop computer, to a network-attached storage device, or to the Acronis Cloud if you have a premium account. For purposes of demonstration, I'm setting up a mobile backup to be placed on my desktop computer. Start by installing a Cronus TrueImage on the desktop computer. In my case, it was already there. Then visit either the Google Play Store or Apple's App Store to install a Cronus TrueImage Mobile. Start the application on the mobile device and begin the process of creating a backup. The choices are a Cronus Cloud, Computer, or Network Attached Storage. I selected Computer. Make sure that the mobile device and the computer are on the same network. That's important. Then open a Cronus True Image on the computer and select Add Backup. Initially, the source will be shown as the desktop computer, so click the source icon and choose the option to change the source. That'll open a new dialog box. Scroll down and select Mobile Device. A QR code will be displayed on the desktop computer's screen. Use the mobile device to scan that code, and that's all there is to it, really. When the backup is complete, though, you might notice something you don't like, specifically the location of the backup files. By default, mobile backups are stored on the C drive in Program Data, a Cronus Mobile Backup Data. If your computer has a single disk drive, well, that location is fine. My desktop computer, though, has a relatively small solid-state boot drive that is Drive C, and it has four huge mechanical drives that are used for data. So I don't want to waste space on the SSD. I'd prefer to have the mobile backups, even though they're relatively small, on one of the other drives. At first, I didn't see a way to accomplish that. But then I noticed a little disclosure triangle beside the name of the backup. Clicking it revealed options to delete or relocate the backup. Well, I certainly didn't want to delete it, so I chose the second option to relocate it, and then selected a location on drive H. Later, when I added the Android phone, its backup was automatically placed on drive H, and the process of setting up both devices and running the initial backups took less time to do than it took me to write about how to do it. To examine files that have been backed up, select the backup on the desktop computer and click the Browse Files button. Windows Explorer will open and you can drill down through the folders and files. And if you look closely, you'll see that Acronis mounts the backup directory as a drive that's not present on the computer. In my case, it was drive M. The files are actually stored in a proprietary format in Acronis Local Data. It's in the directory that the user created on the drive specified for local files. If you didn't change that from the default, it'll be C Program Data Acronis Mobile Backup Data Acronis Local Data. Acronis True Image can also be used to make an exact replica of a Windows system while it's in use. This is useful, for example, if your computer has an older mechanical boot drive and you want to upgrade to a solid-state drive, or if you want to replace a smaller SSD with a larger one. Cloning migrates the operating system, applications, files, and settings to the new disk. 
The application can also create a survival kit on an external drive that contains everything needed to recover the computer from a catastrophic failure. An external USB drive that's bootable contains a system backup of the entire computer, or it can contain just a single partition if you prefer. So what's new in 2020? Well, Acronis has added a tray component, or notification area if you prefer. This makes it easy to monitor the status of backups or respond to warnings from the application. You'll see a list of all recent backup operations and other messages that are designed to help with system security. Some of the messages may be from the Active Protection component. Active Protection is intended to halt illicit service termination attacks, detect threats using improved detection heuristics, display the process names of any script that attempts to modify the computer's master boot record, and explain why a process has been deemed suspicious. And it tries to do that in plain English. But dual protection is the feature that Acronis is highlighting for this version, and with good reason. A single backup is better than no backup, but it's still essentially a single point of failure, particularly to those who store backups on-site where the original data and the backup can both be destroyed by a single event. After setting up and running a local backup, just select the replica option at the top of the true image screen. You can think of this option as a backup for the backup, because that's exactly what it is. The complete backup file is copied to a Cronus Cloud, and this of course requires purchasing the premium version. So now is probably a good time to explain the three pricing options, Standard, Advanced, and Premium. The standard license is perpetual. It comes with no cloud storage and upgrades for only 30 days. $50 for one computer, $100 for five computers. The advanced license has a one-year term and includes 250 gigabytes of cloud storage and updates for the term of the license. The price is exactly the same as for a standard license and it is, not surprisingly, the most popular option. The premium license also has a one-year term. It includes 1,000 gigabytes or one terabyte of cloud storage and updates for the term of the license. The price ranges from $100 for one computer to $150 for five computers. Acronis also offers priority support and additional features to encrypt and protect data. You can buy additional online storage for both the advanced and premium licenses. Acronis is headquartered in Switzerland. It's been in business since 2003 with initial work dating back to 2001. Acronis develops software for cloud-based and local backup, disaster recovery, and secure file synchronization and sharing. Cloud data centers are located here in the United States, but also in France, Singapore, Japan, and Germany. In 2012, Acronis acquired Group Logic, which allowed the company to integrate mobile services, including those from Apple, so that data from mobile devices could be backed up to the cloud. So the bottom line is five cats. Acronis True Image is really an excellent choice for protecting valuable data. The cost of an Acronis True Image premium license is about equal to a crash plan license, and Acronis can back up the operating system, which crash plan is not designed to do. The new and improved features and multi-computer licensing make Acronis an application that should be on your shortlist whenever you're evaluating backup options. You'll find additional details on the Acronis website, and you'll find a link to the Acronis website from the TechBiter Worldwide website, www.techbiter.com.
In short circuits, Adobe's 2020 Elements applications add some really nice features for memory keepers. Photoshop Elements and Premiere Elements are designed for people who want to edit their photos and videos, but don't want to expend the effort or take the time needed to master Lightroom, Lightroom Classic, Photoshop, Prelude, Premiere, and After Effects, or any of the many competing applications from other software publishers. Adobe refers to these people as memory keepers. That's because they're more interested in results than processes. So Elements applications are for amateurs, not professionals. The 2020 versions of Photoshop Elements and Premiere Elements have, as usual, raised the bar for photo and video applications designed for consumers. Adobe's Artificial Intelligence, or Sensei, continues to push professional-level techniques into applications designed for consumers. Adobe says that the focus of this year's new and enhanced features are those that make it easy for new users to get started, while offering flexible, creative options for those who have used previous versions. There are five new guided edits to help users discover easy ways to add creative effects to photos, and enhanced capabilities for memory keepers of all skill levels to create and share memes, collages, and animated GIFs. The 2020 version of Photoshop Elements includes photo effects such as auto-creations with black-and-white selection, pattern brush, painterly, and depth-of-field effects. A new colorization option uses artificial intelligence to add color to black-and-white photos or enhance existing color photos. A new one-click subject selection attempts to select the subject of the photo with a single click and gives the user the option to apply an effect or cut the subject out and add it to another photo. To enhance photos of individuals, Photoshop Elements 2020 uses a Sensei-powered skin smoothing effect. There are now 55 guided step-by-step -step edits to walk users through the steps that help you put the focus on your subject by easily removing distractions from your photos, from power lines to pedestrians or selfie crashers. At least that's the way Adobe describes it. Premiere Elements is intended to help users improve their videos without having to master video editing techniques. The 2020 edition can automatically remove noise from videos that have been captured in low light, the Reduce Noise effect can eliminate noise while retaining acceptable clarity and definition in the video. There are now 23 guided edits in Premiere Elements. This year's three editions allow users to turn a series of photos or videos into a time-lapse that speeds up the action. Another edition animates skies by replacing static skies with moving ones to create an eye-catching effect. And the third one teaches users how to transform a vertical clip or a vertical photo into a horizontal video in a way that eliminates black bars on the sides or top and bottom of the video. I'm planning a full review on the November 10th program, so check back then and see what's new. Everyone is entitled to his own opinion, but not his own facts. Who said that? That's a statement by New York Democratic Senator and Assistant to the President for Domestic Policy in the Nixon administration, Daniel Patrick Moynihan. Some people will discount Moynihan's statement because he was a Democrat. Others will discount his statement because he worked in the Nixon White House. I hope there's still enough common ground in the nation for us to agree, generally, that most U.S. citizens, whether Republicans or Democrats, want what's best for the nation. So if that statement is correct, 
everyone is entitled to his own opinion but not his own facts, then most U.S. citizens should also be in favor of basing decisions on facts, not beliefs. For example, every U.S. intelligence agency has provided documentation that shows Russia meddled in the 2016 U.S. election, and it's clear that they're trying to do so again in 2020. Anybody who uses Facebook should know that Russian-based bots are actively trying to tear the United States apart. These efforts are based on spreading lies, and it's important to consider the source before passing on something that seems plausible. Facts matter, and one of the best fact-checking sources is Snopes.com. However, some people have been convinced that Snopes.com is some sort of liberal front. Well, it's absurd, but the suspicion exists. So, if you don't like Snopes, there are other sites that offer fact-checking. On the TechBiter Worldwide website, you'll find a list of these along with a URL for each one of them. These are places that try to separate fact from fiction. The first one I'll mention, Media Bias Fact Check, is a source that rates fact checkers. The next seven I'll tell you about have neutral ratings, and the final five have been rated as slightly right or slightly left. I have not included any fact checkers that are anything but fact checkers. So, Media Bias Fact Check. As I said, it's a resource checker, not a fact checker, per se. And one of its most useful pages lists more than 100 news sources and then classifies them. For example, American News Hub, right-leaning, Political Inbox, Extreme Left, Act TV, Left-leaning, Zoot Feed, Extreme Right, and Zox, with Conspiracy and Fake News. It's a good site to check before passing along something that seems like a hot news story, especially if it's from some organization you've never heard of before. So the fact checkers themselves. Snopes is classified as neutral. Although it's attacked by some, Snopes does provide accurate fact checking. There is PolitiFact, also classed as neutral. Fact check, classified as neutral. Truth or fiction, classified as neutral. Lead Stories, classified as neutral, Hoax Slayer, classified as neutral, and Full Fact, also classified as neutral. And you'll find links to all of those this week on the TechBiter Worldwide website, www.techbiter.com. Moving a step down, there are sites that are classified as near neutral with a right or left slant. The fact checker for the Washington Post is classified center-left, Check Your Fact is classified center-right, Fact-slash-Myth, center-left, Zebra Fact Check is center-right, and Exposing Truth, center-left. Check several of the sites. As Ronald Reagan might say, trust, but verify. As any good journalist might say, if your mother says she loves you, check it out. If you find two or more of the sources that agree that a statement is accurate, there's a pretty good chance that the statement is accurate, particularly if one of the sites you've checked leans conservative and the other leans liberal. It's a fact that Spare Parts is on the TechBiter Worldwide website, and only on the TechBiter Worldwide website. This week, the first rule of the Internet still applies, trust nobody. Jam Audio has just released water-resistant earbuds that look like they'll be perfect for a workout in the gym or a walk in the rain. And 20 years ago, IBM was boasting about the performance of its new Power 4 line of CPUs. 
Thanks for listening to TechBiter Worldwide, the podcast with an hour's worth of technology news in about 20 minutes. I'm Bill Blinn. Be sure to check out the website, www.techbiter.com. And if you like, send me an email from there. See you next week.